Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Hour number two of a numbers game at Visa, the sports betting network, VSEN.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Slink, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. However, you're taking us in, we appreciate it. It's Gil Alexander, Jeff Parlay, the Grover Cleveland producers, producer number five and eight, who uh, hosted Rush Hour yesterday on the network, as Jeff Parles is uh, co hosting the Nightcap tonight with Wes Reynolds. Is going solo on Bet Center tomorrow night for four hours. Get it done, Jeff. Nice job. And again, you're a great. You were a great sport on the thought exercise yesterday, even though you lost. I was wrong. Six million dollars. Well, no, I, I lost. Uh, I lost five five million and change technically in that scenario. <laughs> That's poor guy. <laughs> yeah, we'll get you there. Uh, okay, uh, Chris Felica about to join us. Talk college football. The Bear from ESPN's College Game Day. Uh, we'll talk fantasy with Todd Wright, and Vinny Malula will join us. But, Jeff, we got a contest. You and Wes Reynolds, partners on uh, Nightcap tonight. You guys are also stealth weekend warriors, uh, circa million three handicapping contest participants and uh, co-contestants. I have no idea what I'm saying. And so here, in terms of the contest and what I've bet so far, first of all, the contest, coming up with five picks on Sunday, because I didn't put them in before Thursday. Good Lord. That New England number, by the way, in the contest, it's six and a half, I believe. I don't think you can play Tennessee, man, if they don't have A.J. Brown, because they already don't have Derrick Henry and, and Julio Jones. If A.J. Brown is questionable right now, if he doesn't play, how, how are the Titans scoring? They're not. Yeah. And, uh, Gil, I will say this about the Titans. The Bud Dupree injury Oh yeah, is even more so – Almost even more than Derrick Henry has actually impacted them more. Because those games early in the year when Dupree was hurt and didn't play their defense, that was when we th- all thought their defense was just absolutely horrible. We were the games that Dupree was out. I- I'm pr- Earlier in the week I thought, oh, six and a half, New England's overinflated. But if A.J. Brown doesn't go, Tennessee's, Tennessee team total in that game to pull a Todd Wishnip yeah. would probably be a good uh, <laughs> total pulling to, a to uh, be a good move there. Pulling you know? a Wishnip. I the Megapod. We did the Megapod early this week because of Thanksgiving with Adam Chernoff. I love Tennessee at that time too. It's too many points, but now I'm like, uh, they don't have Brown. Good lord. Uh, I th- you know what I think I'm starting to like Indianapolis plus the three against Tampa Bay. Have you watched this in season hard knocks on the Colts because it's streaming? Not a lot of people are watching it. It is awesome. It will make you love that franchise. I think of them in a whole different way now. I kind of like them plus three here. Not because of that, but it doesn't don't, hurt. Don't mind that at all. I will yeah. say this. The one that I'm gravitating towards, and if you've followed my tweets, it's kind of surprising. 
the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, okay. This week, Minnesota Vikings. No, I'm not. No, no. I know. Uh, I thought you were going Washington there for a second. No, Washington is one that I like too. I but Minnesota too. getting three. I know they may go to three and a half, and he actually I think three is still good. Let's bring the bear in from ESPN's College Game Day. Not just a one-trick pony. He's like a seven- or eight-trick pony with sports. He likes the NFL, too. What's your favorite pick this weekend, Chris? Uh, I, 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 I played two yesterday in my little, my little survivor deal here that I had with a bunch of friends. I had, a, I had the Bears, and I had the uh, – I'm sorry, not, not the Bears. I had the, I had the Raiders – and then I had the the, uh, the Saints later, which wasn't exactly a uh, a wonderful pick uh, at, at <laughs> all. So those, those exactly were two of the five. Pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> those, those those were two of the five of, of what I used. What else did I? Um, Hang hey, hey, on one second. I can tell you exactly what I, what I used here at a. Uh, oh, that's all right. Uh, in in a second, here, I can tell you. I, 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 I can guarantee you they were just two absolutely dog games. <laughs> uh, that, that that's for sure. It says I have. Pop-ups coming up all over the place right here. Oh, I, um, pop-ups! Yeah, we love pop-ups. I, 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 I did like a hold my nose special card uh, this week. I took Denver plus the points against the Chargers. Um, I agreed with with, with Mister with Mister Parlay there. I took the Vikings uh, against the Niners, and and I took. Um, one other team uh, that is near and dear to my heart. I, I took my I took my my quarterback head coach combo. I took the Jets uh, <laughs> against Houston. And we won't we won't share what you call the both of them, but yes, those are your favorite combo. It's your favorite <laughs> duo. All right, so today college football because there's people want to bet on games today. The the biggest game in terms of obviously you know impact for college football playoff is this Cincinnati game against East Carolina. Do you give East Carolina a shot not only to cover, but to maybe win this outright today? I do. I really do. I think people uh, are probably just operating under the assumption that, oh, yeah, Bearcats, they got right last week. They blew out SMU. Uh, they're on the top four of the playoff. Now they're good to go. They're whole like, be really careful here. Uh, this is an East Carolina team, whole Aylers that can score some points. Uh, they, they lost in overtime on the road at Houston this year. Uh, they lost a field goal game against South Carolina in, in a game that they probably should have won. Uh, they've won four in a row uh, last year. Cincinnati absolutely annihilated them. Uh, but, however, two years ago in Greenville, it was, like, it was a 46-43 game that, that ECU very easily could have won. So I'd be careful here. I wouldn't necessarily just assume that this is a no-brainer automatic win for, for UC today. East Carolina plus the points then sounds like a pick of yours or, or not quite? Yeah, oh, yeah, yes, absolutely a pick. And I, and I would even, I'd, I'd even if, if you got a if you got a 20 floating around your pocket there, why don't I want to take a shot with the, you know, the old pirates are on the money line. A little sprinkle a little on the money line kind of thing. I like yeah, that. Yeah, why not? Uh, okay, what are, what are your favorite bets today? Uh, other, other games today, well, I mean, I, in, in honor of our, of, of our guy, Milton, who uh, if you read the column, listen to the pod, the, uh, there, there's a great, uh, I'll say great story, uh, and, uh, story in, uh, in Nebraska about a, uh, a Nebraska, a longtime Nebraska fan who uh, and recently passed away, and his old bit in the paper, uh, and Stephen Steve brought this to my attention, his old bit on the paper says, in lieu of flowers, place an irresponsibly large money line wager on Nebraska versus <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> so honor, in honor of him, I'm going to just go ahead and do that. How can you uh, not? What, what, could po- what could possibly go wrong betting a backup quarterback uh, in Nebraska for a three and eighteen that can, can't get out of its own way and loses one possession games all the time uh, against an Iowa team with the backup quarterback that's like 112th in the country in total offense. So, 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 so why can't you do that? So I'm gonna, uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have just a, a little fun and just bet Nebraska just because a lot. I mean, I went back and looked, and it's kind of fluctuating uh, with, with what the number is. But even if Nebraska isn't Close, doesn't close with the favorite. Uh, I, I went back. Like the data set that I have since '78, which is what I go by, the, the 82 games where you have had a three and eight or worse team versus a nine or nine and two or better team, 
none of those teams have even been shorter than a seven and a half point underdog. So like the number is like completely like insane and, and, and kind of representative of what Iowa and Nebraska really are. And I often say like one loss record is the worst indicator of, of what a team is. And I think in this case, that's the case. So, so I'm going to have some fun and bet Nebraska today, but uh, I did like East Carolina. And the other game that I really do like today uh, is, is Iowa State. Uh, laying 14 and a half. It might be 15 now uh, over TCU. It hasn't been the best year and the year that Iowa State had, had hoped for. Um, but at the same time, it's, a, it's the final home game for this group of players that. Oh, that is a dropout. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> it's just completely went. That's the end of that. Uh, we'll see if we can grab him here in the last couple of minutes. Uh, couple, so he likes Iowa State is what we got. At, at least we got it. We didn't I, get the explanation, but he loves Iowa State, given the 15 here to TCU. That was taking the quick hangout to a new level there, Gil. <laughs> Gil, I'm going to beat you before you tell me I got to go. I got to run. Uh, a, a couple other just college football notes real quick. So during this show in the first hour, we noticed that Michigan started taking money. And Ohio State is down to seven now, back to seven, where it started in many locations right now. In fact, I just made a bet on Ohio State. Because I was waiting to see, I, I mean, I, I wasn't even waiting to see. I thought, well, the seven's gone, um, but it's down to seven now. So I bet Ohio State this morning. Did you bet that as well, Jeff? No, because uh, now I'm now I'm going to wait for people to come back on Ohio State and let that thing come back up. Uh, Chris, we got Felica back here from the Stanford Steve of the Bear podcast, of course, Daily Wager, and of course, Game Day at ESPN. Did you notice that Ohio State down to seven this morning? Really? Yeah. I grabbed the Buckeyes. I'm like, I'll I did, take that. I yeah, that, that, I, I was kind of waiting for the line to dictate how I was going to go with this game. And, uh, and I, would, I was essentially like, hey, if it goes up to nine and a half or uh, anywhere around there, I'll take Michigan. If, it's, if it, if it kind of hangs at eight, eight and a half or, or goes down to seven and a half, I'll, t- I'll take the Buckeyes. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I, if, it, if it's come down, I'll uh, I'll take a little bit of uh, a little value there on Ohio State with how how I would play it. All yeah, right. I, I'm sorry, I didn't realize my um, I didn't right. realize that my phone had cut had cut out before. Uh, I, I don't know where I left off. Uh, well, t- I, I was talking. I, I'll tell you what we got. I, I was talking we, about Iowa State. Yeah, was we we got that. We got to run in sixty seconds. But let me just ask you this: What's your favorite play tomorrow? Since we got the three pack for you, we got Iowa State today. We got East Carolina. Uh, what was the third one today? Nebraska. Uh, Nebraska, of course. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. By the way, that obituary story, uh, that obituary story from the Stanford Steve of the Bear podcast is just spectacular. Imagine your end of days being like, "Here's one joke on my way out. You should put in my obituary." Uh, we, Thirty seconds. Your favorite bet tomorrow? Uh, two of them. Tulsa getting six and a half against SMU. Um, Sonny Dykes has basically got two feet out the door uh, on the way to TCU. I think SMU after getting blown out. Uh, pretty tricky spot here as a big favorite against a team that needs a win for bowl eligibility, has a couple of really tough losses against good teams, and LSU getting six and a half against A&M. Uh, I think LSU is going to show up tomorrow night in Death Valley in, uh, in his final game in, uh, in Baton Rouge. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it as always, man. Enjoy your weekend. Chris Felica, everybody, from Game Day, Daily Wager, and the Stanford Steve and the Bear Podcast. Fantasy with Todd Wright, Vinny Maliulo next. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. There's plenty to celebrate in March and expect. 
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. The Numbers Game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Black Friday offer is here, and today would be Black Friday. Right now, when you sign up for a $99 midseason football special, you also receive a $20 credit to the VSIN store. Get all of our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20 to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. It is a limited time offer. So sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at VSIN.com slash subscribe we get tweets just want to read a couple of these this is from uh, john ruffino john ruffino as one of the remaining 40 i would gladly take the chop there you go we have heard from someone who was one of the remaining 40 if we were to believe john ruffino john ruffino says one of the remaining 40 remember intrinsic value of the remaining 40 entries at circus survivor one hundred fifty thousand dollars heading into sunday ruffino is like i'm out let's job it of course, there is no chop available. Too many people still, probably. Uh, the Better Life. Catching up on today's show, can we mute all of the Twitter pros who are still criticizing people who took the Raiders and Survivor? Bruh, listen, I spelled it out yesterday on the show before the games happened. I am not a results-oriented person. If the Raiders had lost that game, what I said yesterday still stands. And for those, some of whom are very intelligent people, who think that it was ridiculous to take the Raiders yesterday, I don't know what else to say. The math really isn't that hard. I'd love to have a discussion with him, but you know Twitter. Let's talk some fantasy. Todd Wright is here, everybody. A Dallas Cowboy fan, the greatest radio host who ever lived, oh, by the way, uh, also the host of the Todd Wright Fantasy Football Podcast and the Todd Wright Toddcast as well. Uh, that game yesterday, your Cowboys, Todd, an official flag fest that just marred the viewing experience and marred the football experience. What a tough way to lose a game on that final flag. Yes, I have nothing to add that hasn't been said or thought already. So I'll just give you, it was the 25th halftime show for the Dallas Cowboys with Luke Combs. Here are the numbers. 40% (laughs) of those acts have been of the country variety. 40% of the acts have been of the female artist variety and 8% 8% of the acts have been dating a Dallas Cowboy quarterback. So for 25 <laughs> years, there's the breakdown of Dallas Cowboy halftime entertainment. Wow. That is the kind of information you tune in for right there. Todd Wright bringing it. That's what made All Night with Todd Wright so great back, back in the you. day. Uh, it's tremendous. All right. Uh, let's talk a little fantasy because we, have, we haven't had the pleasure of talking to you in quite some time. Um, so let's just start with... The, the development of Debo Samuel as a guy that the Niners are putting in the backfield, this has had to have huge fantasy impact for Samuel owners, I would imagine. Based on my 21st century scoring settings, which are standard, no PPR, no half PPR, purely with what he has done as a pass catcher, as of today, Debo Samuel is wide receiver 20. However, you factor in his rushing attempts and what he has done on those rushing attempts For the season, he is wide receiver two, only behind Cooper Cup. And in the spirit of Black Friday, three months ago, he was a Black Friday special. In my foundation league, he was number 92 pick overall. In my NFL podcast league, he was pick 125 overall. In the AFL podcast league, 
he was pick 105 overall. And I know you like to equate what I say with Vegas props. Anytime you can get a healthy Debo Samuel, will he have a rushing attempt, yes or no? I take the yes. 40% country music acts? I would have guessed like 70%. That's, that's lower than 40%. I thought. Wow. Yes. Interesting. Uh, okay, and then there's the Jalen Hurts phenomenon. The, uh, the Eagles have rushed for 175-plus yards, four straight games. Jalen Hurts responsible for a huge chunk of those. It just continues, huh? Yeah, look at what happened last week. And going back to what I said about Debo Samuel, in my foundation league where Debo was picked number 92, Jalen Hurts was picked number 98. I told you earlier this year when we did one of these segments that if you were the Eagle fan, or just the Jalen Hurts fan, maybe an Alabama fan or an Oklahoma fan, that waited until everyone else picked a quarterback and you invested in Jalen Hurts. It was another Black Friday special. In my 21st century standard scoring settings, on average points per game played, it takes the bye weeks out, it takes injured games where the player is inactive uh, out of it. Jalen Hurts, 21.0 points per game. Tom Brady, 21.1. That's the analogy. Hertz is QB4, Brady is QB3, Alan Jackson, not the country artist who's never played the Cowboy Halftime Show, not that <laughs> Alan Jackson. Right. Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson are one and two. Uh, and a couple of fantasy macro points just for those who, uh, who have not tuned into your segments before. One, you're always looking for players with opportunities and touches. That's the mantra, right? Yeah, uh, much like uh, Moneyball because he gets on base. I've always said to you, especially with running backs, but you can say this about wide receivers and quarterbacks who keep the ball or are the playmakers primarily on offense, like Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia. You want, you want the, why are you wasting time with who's the running back each week for the Eagles? Jalen Hurts is their RB1, just like Lamar Jackson is the Ravens' RB1. Um, it's touches. I mean, I'm looking, you know, Derrick Henry was 29.7 touches per game for his games played this year. Jonathan Taylor, 20.4. Nick Chubb, 19.1. Joe Mixon, 20.2. Some say Joe is touchdown dependent. Yeah, he touches the ball 20 times a game, and he touches it a lot in the red zone. Touches give players opportunity to make plays. Give me players that touch the ball more than players who don't. Just dovetailing off that for a second because you're reading off all these running back numbers. Derrick Henry is still the unicorn above all, though, right? It's amazing, Gil. Uh, Before this week starts, so Derrick Henry injured his foot in the first quarter of week eight. We have now played three games in week 12. As we stand right now, total accumulated points for the season in my leagues, Derrick Henry is RB3. We are four weeks removed from his injury. He is RB3 in total points, only behind Taylor and Eckler. That's it. Number three. That is incredible. That is unbelievable. Quarter of the season, basically, and he's still RB3. Uh, missed, that is. All right, and then a lot of people have a fantasy trade deadline this weekend. Uh, to them, you would say, like, what's the, what's the main thing they got to keep in mind here? Take emotion out of it. Put emotion in it for another owner that might think the name value of a player outweighs the actual numbers or his injury status. For every game, whether it's a bye week or an injury, That's a zero for you. So I have been successful in trading named players or injured players who are named players leading up to this trade deadline. It's sort of like the way the Tampa Bay Rays do business, Gil. You take the game, you take the emotion out of it, you look at production and what you get out of it, and that's how you make deals. Let me circle back to real-life football for a second again. Lifelong Cowboys fan that you are. I don't hold that against you, Todd, ever. You know that. I like I know that. you do. Um, do you, you know, the, the other thing besides, obviously, the outcome yesterday, the officials marring that game is the Cowboys lose a football game, again, uh, hamstrung without Amari Cooper, without C.D. Lamb yesterday, who couldn't get through concussion protocol. Uh, and, of course, uh, they did get Tyron Smith back. So they were they were definitely diminished, but they lose. It's still a banked loss. And now you got the Eagles on Sunday who could theoretically, if they beat the Giants, and they are three-and-a-half-point favorites, they could get within a game and a half in the NFC East. Washington, if they beat Seattle Monday night, could get within two games. For those who are thinking about wacky futures bets in a division that had been left for dead, 
those two teams still don't have a chance here, do they? No, they do. And they have playmaking quarterbacks. I mean, some of my fantasy numbers equate to that. I don't live in just the fantasy world. The fantasy world is fun to me. Yeah. Um, I've told you years ago, I have no Cowboys on any of my team. So after what the Cowboys did yesterday, I can still enjoy my Sunday and Monday because there are no Cowboys on my fantasy teams. They could all win, even though the Cowboys lost, or vice versa. They, they are not connected. But no, it's not wacky at all. It would be similar, and I never talk college football to you, even though I'm a huge college football fan, and I have club seats for the Orange Bowl game coming up on New Year's nice. Eve. So I'm really interested who one versus four is going to be, probably Georgia versus TBA. It's why I don't think Oklahoma State is that wacky of a futures bet. Because if they win out, a case could be made that they are in the playoff. Now, can they beat Georgia? I don't know. But still, the value is there because they'd be a one-loss conference champ. And you're hard-pressed to find me a one-loss conference champ that hasn't made the CFP. I'm with you. If you think Oklahoma State is getting into the playoff 50-1 to as a flyer to win it all isn't a bad bet because then you could mess around with it, uh, perhaps if they take a lead, let's say, in the national semi. Uh, real quick, 30 seconds, we got to go. You Do you trust, let's say the Cowboys do get to the postseason, do you trust Mike McCarthy not to do something horrific in-game that will torpedo your team? No. No, I don't. Although, he's the reason on the Dez caught it. He's why Dez still makes money off Uber Eats with the red flag that overturned <laughs> his catch. I want to say the Cowboys would have won that game. Aaron Rodgers would have probably brought him down the last five minutes to win. But no, his decision-making to go on fourth downs uh, replay flags, lack of replay flags, going for two, taking a point off the board, and then going for two. It's very frustrating, Gil. I think he has a really good coaching staff. I think the talent is there, minus maybe Clayton Brown. But yeah, some of those decisions are very questionable. I have to agree with those that say that. Todd, appreciate it as always. Good luck this weekend, my friend. Great to see you, Gil. You too. Todd Wright, everybody. Uh, the greatest radio host there ever was. Vinny Maolio, next on A Numbers Game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This week's episode of the Ron Flatter Racing Pod features analysis of the Kentucky Derby Future Wager with Horse Racing Nation's Mark Midland. Trainer Brian Lynch discusses his two-year-old derby prospect, Classic Causeway, in this Saturday's Kentucky Jockey Club Stakes at Churchill Downs. And Las Vegas handicapper Richard Eng offers his picks for graded stakes this holiday weekend, including Friday's Clark Stakes. Subscribe free at iHeart, Apple, rather, Google, Spotify, or Stitcher to hear the podcast a day early, or download it this morning at vsa.com slash podcast, the Ron Flatter Racing Pod, sponsored by First Pet. Skill Alexander, how you doing? It's a numbers game. Glad you could uh, join us on this day after Thanksgiving. Once again, hope you had a happy Thanksgiving. And now, it's time to slow jam with Vinny. Vinny Maliulo, everybody. How you doing, Vincenzo? What do you say, Gil? Uh, again, happy Thanksgiving. Still Thanksgiving, right? Technically. Yeah, yeah, man. You still say happy Thanksgiving. I feel like we skipped from Halloween over to Christmas. Like, I feel like Thanksgiving got short shrift this year. Well, yeah, when you go into any any store, right, and you start seeing yeah. Christmas cards and Christmas decorations on, on uh, Halloween Eve. <laughs> and, and listen, I love Christmas, man. Love Christmas. But you know, it's you know, let's let's let Thanksgiving play you through first. You have to. You gotta have a little Thanksgiving in there, yeah, no man. question about it. But uh, good to be with you. We, you know, and then of course, as a wise man once said, uh, "This is the business we have chosen." Oh, that guy, <laughs> one of your people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one the, of your brethren. <laughs> this is the business we have chosen. So, yeah. which is great. Listen, I'm not complaining. It's, uh, uh, no. it's just it's part. Yeah, well, technically we were in this business. I guess even before we were in the business, we we really were. <laughs> right? When people you think about see it. People don't understand. That's that. right. We really were. Not as just fans. I mean, you no. know, there were there were fundraisers. We were born along the way. We were born this way. <laughs> how did we? Yes. How, how did we? How did we help with tuition? <laughs> uh, so I have a, a lot of things. One thing, first of all. So we're just yeah. we're also monitoring the news. We're talking about. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, lines moving with that Ohio State game. Jeff, you were mentioning off air the UEFA draw for those who are interested in this kind of thing. And as soon as you said that, I, I put draw in, in hand quotes. I was like, oh, the draw. Let's hear this. What was the UEFA draw? What was the quirk so, here? So, just quickly here, the three, there's three paths for the last three spots mm-hmm. to qualify for the World Cup for Europe, which has the most slots. So, it's essentially four, th- uh, three, four team playoffs in order to get in. And naturally, the two best teams were drawn together, of which course. means we're either going to have a World Cup without Cristiano Ronaldo in Portugal 
or a World Cup without the defending European champions, Italy, which would be their second consecutive World Cup missed if they don't get there. Now, that's not big news in this country, but that's probably blowing up all over. It is uh, It, it is Twitter. making the rounds of yeah. the soccer people I follow. There's yeah. nothing crazier than soccer Twitter, by the way. By the way, it's also big news in, in, in Bensonhurst, Brooklyn, in yeah. Little Italy, yeah. so I could tell you. Well. Just in, in <laughs> Little Italy in San Francisco too. No question. Me. Trust me. That's right. Um, okay, so I have I have a bunch of little random questions. One, there is a mano a mano golf thing today. The match yes. five. Here it is. Bryson DeChambeau against Brooks Kepka up at the Win. You ever played at the Win? You ever played golf up there? I did. Well, you, as you know, Gil, I uh, mm-hmm. just let's do that um, in the middle of the show. I. Uh, By the way, nice match. I opened. Shirt you uh, today on. Thank you, buddy. You're welcome. I um, I had the. Uh, the honor, really, uh, of designing uh, and opening and operating Win Las Vegas uh, for the first. Uh, did you? Year. Yeah, yeah. Did you? You didn't know? I thought I you probably knew that. did know that. Yeah. Many, but you've done so many things. Yeah, that <laughs> some of them are going to go by the wayside. So, um, but uh, I did get to to uh, play the course, which is spectacular. Um, it's the old desert. I I got to play the Desert Inn course. Mm-hmm. On the last day, it was open. It was oh, wow. a, a charity event. Uh, got to play with some friends, including uh, John Gone. And um, I'd like to hack up the wind co- golf course. Oh, it was, it was great. And by the way, every so it, it was redesigned. And every uh, just a little bit of trivia here. Uh, at the time, every tree on the Desert Inn Golf Course. Which was which also had residences as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Wynn at the time bought out all the residences. Every tree was saved and either put on the the new golf course, which is Win Las Vegas, or on that mountain in front of the resort. Mm. No tree was just t- destroyed. You know, the, the name of this segment is a slow jammer with Vinny, but there was no better slow jammer than Steve Wynn himself when you would stay at the Wynn or oh. the Encore and you would listen to that. He tape was the on voiceover. Loop. He, yeah. Or back in the day before Rideshare, if you were in a Las Vegas cab, mm-hmm. they would run Steve Wynn on a loop in a yeah. lot of these in the oh. back of the cab. Yeah. I'd be just, just drive me around Las Vegas. I yeah. could listen to Steve Wynn all day. But he and. talks about that golf course. It was ridiculous because he'd be like, why don't I let course designer Tom Fazio Tom tell Fazio. you about it? And yeah. then Tom Fazio would, would r- ruminate, right? He'd be like, oh, he'd, he'd go crazy about something Steve Wynn said that wasn't even that amazing. But Tom <laughs> Fazio would be like, when, uh, when Steve asked me uh, what makes a great golf course, I mean, I just had to sit down. I couldn't believe the question. <laughs> Nobody had ever asked That's me right. that. I'm like, oh, my God. Very good, yeah. yes. Very so, of course, you, with Steve, he, he had uh, built Shadow Creek yeah. when he uh, was at, uh, at the Mirage and, and Bellagio and all the other resorts that he owned and, and built, Treasure Island, et cetera. Uh, wanted to have a spectacular golf course as well, and so he had it when he when he uh, bought the property, and uh, kept. I mean, but it was great. I did so long answer, but yes, I did play there. It's 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 great. And today, right. here's Brooks, my uh, Kepka and Bryson yeah. DeChambeau are playing. Well, I think it's, it's only twelve holes though. It's only twelve holes. They're they're starting it early because remember that Mickelson Tiger thing ended up where they had to like put yeah. lights on yeah. the course. <laughs> yeah, it was it looked like a moon landing. Um, so the reason that I only you know I'm talking about this now, I'm not betting this. Uh, Jeff, are you betting this at all? DeChambeau, Kepka, will it be on your TV? No and no. No and no. It might be on my TV, but if I'm not betting it, I will quickly lose interest. Yeah, we'll, we'll have it on, obviously. It's, uh, it's TNT. Uh, uh, DeChambeau, by the way, minus a quarter. Is there a uh, chance plus. they have a fist fight? Then I will tune in. Otherwise, no. Maybe if, if it went beyond 12 holes, maybe, but yeah. not. I, I don't know. Twelve's the limit. So. Do you think you'll get a lot of bets on this? I, I think we'll get some casual play. Okay. Uh, I mean, if it moves quite a bit, maybe you know somebody will just grab a plus price on Kepka. How about a game like uh, Gonzaga and Duke? That that'll be as big as any NBA game. As big and, as any NBA and game, and much bigger than this. Jeff, so, you betting Gonzaga Duke? Yes, I likely end up on the Blue Devils. Really? Okay. Yeah. Likely end up on the Blue Devils taking the points. Gonzaga coming off a drubbing of UCLA. That, ga- that game lasted all yeah. of By the way, Gonzaga minutes. opened uh, seven in yeah. that game. Which, you know, that game the other night, uh, about five, five and a half against UCLA, and it, it got bet up. They, they bet the Zags in that game the other night. And oh, so speaking of college basketball then, 
Yeah. So last week, right. you made a rare appearance on the Twitter machine. I just not, want to say not that. rare. I, you know, I think I'm I'm on it a little bit more than rare. It's not like you know Haley's comments. Not like Jimmy Vaccaro flying on a plane once every <laughs> seventy five years. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> by the way, you know the I just want to say the beauty of working at the South Point. We were on primetime action. Was it last night? Yeah, it was on Thanksgiving yeah. last night. Jimmy Vaccaro is like the butler on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah. We remember the butler would just come in, <laughs> he would do a zinger, and then he'd walk off stage and he'd get all the laughs. Jimmy came in here, zinger, walks out, and he just like, I get to work in a place where American <laughs> treasure Jimmy Vaccaro just walks in and zings us and then walks out. Here. But you, you were on Twitter, speaking of college basketball, yeah. and you got into an exchange. Someone had asked a question about why are there, because whenever we bet college right. basketball, there's so many games that yep. there's the games, and then there's mm-hmm. what we call extra games. Yeah, extra why games. that delineation? Well, it's a good, and Jeff, I think Jeff has the, the tweet because uh, uh, a gentleman asked uh, Dave Sherapan, mm-hmm. uh, Sportsbook Consigliere, and, I, and he asked and he said, you know, maybe some of the guys, uh, including uh, Vinny Mayula, could, could answer it. And it was too long to answer just on, on, a, on, a, on a tweet. So, uh, I did say, you know what? Let me. This will be a great topic for a numbers game with Gil Alexander, which, as you could tell, I did. Not only do I tweet, but I <coughs> include some folks in. It. So, <laughs> go ahead, Vinny. So what's the explanation? <laughs> yes. Thank you. Anyway, um, so there's a few things in play. So it's a little, little bit of history first. There were multiple rotations, and again, the rotation yeah. that we when we reference rotation, and I'm holding up the sheet here. There are. These are the sequence of the games. Now, they're not always in time sequence, chronological order. They are the sequence that have the betting numbers, which are the numbers to the left of, in this case, the teams, assigned to them for betting purposes. Now, years ago, there was literally a competition as to who or what source would be that official, quote-unquote, Nevada rotation. And it was between Jim Feist and uh, Jerry Kilgore. They, they were going back and forth. And listen, we were in, in the industry saying, listen, let's just have a rotation, you know, that's consistent because people would be going from one place to another or next yeah. door across the street and everything. And you, know, you said, wait, you've got this game first and this game. You know, so and, and it was, it's problematic in college yeah. basketball because there's so many games. And there's so many. Yeah. I mean, there's over 300, you know, 50, 360 teams in college in college hoops, and we're booking so many of them now. And who ends up being the source? So, right, that's Don Best. Yeah. Don Best, again, and this is not a critique or a knock. It's just a little, a little bit of history and a little bit of perspective. But here's the thing. There are so much. First of all, I'm in favor of all the games. I don't, I don't necessarily want uh, or believe, and many of my colleagues, uh, and I spoke about this, uh, with Chrissy and Jimmy and, and Rich Bachelary, uh, you know, that, that just, we didn't want to go one, <clears throat> just in one separate you're, rotation. You're, you're so going to have to hold the story. Let's then. hold the story, right? We'll get, because I want to make sure we answer it. Going to have to get, oh, got to have to hear the conclusion to this after the break. How did extra games became, become extra games? I don't know the answer myself. Next, Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. 
Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. Five to six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. The Numbers Game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, welcomes you with a special offer on Thanksgiving weekend football. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any pro or college game, and if any team scores a touchdown in Thanksgiving weekend games, you'll win $200 in free bets. That simple, regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code VSIN200 when you make your first bet. Feast on the football action. See what we did there? With live betting and boosted odd specials all weekend long at BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app today. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. Gil Alexander, slow jamming with Vinny on a Friday morning. Jeff Parlay is here as well. Uh, by the way, we didn't mention Ole Miss and Mississippi State yesterday. Did you see that sequence at the end of the first half? For Mississippi State, they had a first and goal. They had not one, not two, but three horrific drops that were all going to be touchdowns, the second of which clanged off somebody's helmet. Um, and then they miss a chip shot field goal that had no chance whatsoever of going through. And you knew at that moment Ole Miss was going to win that football game. That was brutal for Mississippi State backers yesterday. Um, speaking, though, of college sports let's get back to the college basketball let's yeah. wrap up well, how did extra games so extra ahead? games again there was the competition for the rotation once the rotation became uh, unif- uh uniform which it's been uh for the last uh, over a decade now with with don how, best. Did, it, how did, get, did people get shivved like how did that get settled <laughs> people were like i think the, the industry best. just said listen we we'd like a, a you know one source and i think you know the uh, a lot of folks got together and said you know listen what's um at the time don best yeah and uh, they organized it, and again with with Don Best, the ability to interface to uh, you know to uh, anybody that it, w- at the time it was within the state. Of course, now it's uh, throughout throughout the country in the Caribbean, and you've got all the lines of all the places uh, together. But you've got the rotation in place, so now there's one uniform rotation. And again, it was a I think it was a <clears throat> a lot of factors that came together. Uh, and Dana Corbo and, uh, you know, uh, the son really spearheaded that and did a great job of, of coordinating it. Now, what, what we've got now is extra – listen, here's the thing. And, again, we're in favor. I say we, my colleagues and I, are, for the most part. I'm not talking to anybody that's not in favor of <clears throat> putting just one – we don't, we don't need, quote-unquote, extra games. I mean, most – a lot of these teams that are in the extra games, again, are – are regular board games anyway. They're part of the regular rotation, especially this time of year. One of the challenges is, and you don't have it so much on the app, because you go into the app and you're going to bet a team. But when you're at the counter, which still comprises, in many cases, could be 50% of the business. Again, I go back to the reason I, I brought up the the betting interest number, the BI numbers, Gil. So, so you just need a way to split it, to basically. The, to, the, to the left of the teams. Yeah. It's a three-digit number. Right. Well, when you go now, and if you want to bet, for instance, today, the first game on the extra rotation, McNeese State against St. Francis, New York, it's a six-digit number. Okay. So you've got, as a better, yeah. you've got to make sure you're calling out the right number that the, the teller, the ticket writer, is is tight. And you've got to you know, do all this check. And it takes time, but if especially you say when extra, it's a goal. But if you say extra games, at least it gives you a little different pocket to. to well, look it gives at. it's it's yeah. a whole it's a whole it's a second okay. set of rotation numbers right. and everything. Else. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. look for what it's worth out there. Why aren't they part of it? 
Um, that's, I think, the next logical step in the evolution of, uh, of the rotation uh, to make them a part of it and uh, to streamline it some. And again, appreciate uh, the question. I know yeah. it's a long answer, but uh, what was the, wanted the, to give the, a little the, the Twitter handle, too. Jeff, uh, that was part of that conversation? Uh, was conciliary, sports sports conciliary, but there was someone uh, else Mr. on there, too. Yeah, uh, Giraffe, Giraffe Man. Giraffe Man. Let's not, uh, so, let's not sleep on Giraffe Man. That's right. Thank you for that. Uh, well, listen, buddy. A little, walk down a little memory history, lane, too. You know, it's uh, what is there? part of it. It's fascinating. It was uh, just I had never, I had never known the story about that. So, um, Gil, Gil, I, I yes. want to correct, correct that. The Giraffe Factory, the not gi- the Giraffe Man. Giraffe, the giraffe Factory. Because someone, somewhere someone who has the handle Giraffe Man is like, I did not at all participate in this conversation. Remember this. I am the Giraffe Man. I don't speak of extra games. Um, yesterday, Thanksgiving, three games yeah. in pro. Give us a sense of how massively bet those are. Gil, it's one of the busiest weekends. I've always said this. Uh, Thanksgiving has evolved into one of the busiest weekends uh, of the year, not just the fall. And we know that a primetime Thursday night game, regardless of the matchup, is always a highly bet game. Every every It, it jumpstarts the weekend, which includes Monday night football, uh, on Thursday. Well, now you've got three games, which activity actually really took off. I mean, was it busy Monday, Tuesday? Yeah, you know, the numbers go up Monday here after uh, you and Chrissy uh, go through guessing lines, and, and Chrissy puts them up at, at uh, on Monday morning. Well, Monday, Tuesday, a little bit of business. I mean, everything else is being bet, uh, particularly the NBA. But now Wednesday night, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Eve, tremendous amount of business. And especially the early game, is bet. So it's a snowball effect, all right? You've got the first game at 9.30. So with the Buffalo Saints game, the, the Bill Saints game, got more more of a handle than the Cowboys-Raiders game? Did? Yes, because what happens is you've got a 9.30, a 1.30, and a, and a you know, yeah. 5.15 start. So you've got these starts staggered the way they are, and there's carryover from the first few games or not. So instead of the... You've got an extra, what I always, you've heard me call it the G game, right? right. The, either the get out or the gravy game. Or the chase game. Okay. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's it's the the Thanksgiving night game. Yeah. Oh, and the college, you know, the colleges right. as well are in there. Because there was a time when we only had the two NFL games, and then you had uh, Texas A&M and Texas as the evening I'll, affair. I'll tell you why I wondered, because obviously that's how it usually goes, right? Mm-hmm. A Sunday night yeah. game on a typical weekend is the yeah. one that's bet the most. That Cowboys-Raiders game was so long yesterday, yeah. right? It not only did it go into overtime, but because of the flag fest, again, yeah. 28 yeah. total accepted penalties, that we on primetime action, what I do with Matt and Kelly, we were wondering, yeah. is the NBC game going to start while this game is still going on? And as, in fact, when they got to overtime, it looked like NBC had to make the decision. We got to start this right. no matter what. Now, for their luck, it ended. It ended right away, right, yeah, pretty it quickly. Ended quickly right. yeah. And, and they, they were able to get it on. But I wondered last night, was that going to take away from the betting handle? Not only that, I also had, I don't know if anybody else had this, I had like PTSD of, of penalty flags yesterday. Yeah. So when the Bills-Saints game started, I was kind of exhausted. Like, I was like, man, I'm going to need a few moments to get ramped mm-hmm. up in this. So I wondered if that affected the well, you, handle you know, at Well, you know, the flag fest actually started uh, with uh, with the Lions game, too, yeah. especially with their with their offensive line. I mean, like, did these comedy. guys ever play t- together? What, I said I said it earlier <clears> on the show. I'm like, did has Dan Campbell told the team and Anthony Lynn, mm-hmm. have they told the team that these are not allowed? You cannot do this. That, on a, on a, <laughs> I mean, have you ever seen a hold before? I, I mean. It's not allowed. It's, uh, you uh, by the way, at home, it wasn't allowed. <laughs> you could have, well, the thing is, it was so you could have flagged three offensive linemen seemingly every play. Yeah, just take your pick. And they right? did. They did. Yeah. Every, you take, you, they went right down the line. Well, I think, yeah, did, did it impact uh, maybe, maybe a little bit? But again, the, it, the the fact that it did get over in time, and you know, the mobile app helps with that situation too, because it's quicker, right? right? I mean, and you know, it adds hundreds right. of thousands but of windows. For you, but for your South yeah. Point walk up crowd, for the I walk wondered. up crowd, it, it yeah. was it was fine. It, it was it, fine. You know, okay. everybody everybody uh, managed to get in. But uh, had that game gone longer, it uh, certainly would have uh, would have impacted. Yeah, because Jerry Jones, as you know, when he was complaining about the refs, he's like, "It's our most it's our most watched you know football game." That's my terrible Jerry Jones. But in the end, it was not your most bet football game, is what you're saying. No, I think yeah. it, it, again with the carryover. I mean, it was, listen, it was a terrific handle. Uh, I, I, no, no mistake, especially because of. of 
being here with the Raiders. I mean, everybody, you know, local local uh, Raider support is strong, but the Cowboys yeah. being the public team as well. So, uh, do you do you guys? I know you you you're a different animal than say Circa or say any other DraftKings. Do you ever look at the popularity of these contests and ever think to yourself, you want to do an NFL one here? You know, every year, Jimmy. Carol, Chris Andrews, the director here at South Point, and you know we'll, we'll sit and have a conversation in the summertime. At the end of the day, it's Michael Gon's decision. Again, Michael Gon started one of the the early contests, which is now still with Boyd. Uh, pick the pros. Um, it's it would have to be something really unique, I think. But is it completely? I would never say never. Okay. I mean, but it we you know it does come up every uh, every summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because Lord knows, I mean, just uh, just talking about Circus Survivor again to close the show here. Um, what an amazing, amazing, and year two, even better than year one, yeah, to, yeah. to have 40 entries left for so many to have lost yesterday mm-hmm. in that fashion, even though, again, I went through the whole thing about why I thought the Raiders was the most optimal pick. That that that's a It's a brutal weight when you lose. It's, it's brutal no matter what. Um, but boy, oh boy, the... Uh, the just different levels of handicapping that go into it sure. and the mental gymnastics mm-hmm. and the thought exercise is just second to none. And so um, good luck. We'll close by saying good luck to the remaining yep. 37 people that are responsible for the remaining 40 entries in Circus Survivor. Good luck this weekend because it doesn't get any harder than this. Vinny, thank you. Good to be with you. Appreciate it. Vinny Maliulo, everybody. Slow jamming with Vinny. Parlay, appreciate it. We'll uh, be listening to you the nightcap tonight and, of course, Bet Center tomorrow. I'll be back on primetime with Matt and Kelly tonight. Good luck from all of us at VEASAN, the sports betting network. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner. The rise, the fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max.